0: It's Your Own Time, You're Wasting. Ramblings from Beyond the Classroom with Marie and Jodie.
1: Hello and welcome back to It's Your Own Time, You're Wasting. Uh, my name's Jodie. I'm an ex-maths teacher that now works for Beyond, writing secondary resources. And this is mine and Marie's little slice of staff room chat. Um, so this is my co-host, Marie.
2: Hello. I am an ex-English teacher, I also work for Beyond, writing lots of lovely resources for all you teachers out there to help you to keep your sanity. Thank you. So today we're talking about school trips, Jodie.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to be quite quiet on this one because as a maths teacher we never got to do school trips. Um, as a teacher, I've been on a grand total of one school trip. Really? And where um, was it to? It was a residential trip. And mm. at the time, I lived at a school. I worked at a school. I didn't live there.
2: No, you probably did more or less live there, though, to be fair. I think that was a Freudian slip.
1: <laughs> so I worked in a school which was about half an hour away from my house in one direction. Mm. So I drove to the school for seven o'clock in the morning, uh, got in a coach, drove back past my house to go half an hour in the other direction, to go on a residential camping trip with Year 7s. Ooh, proper camping. I didn't camp, but most of the kids did. They needed a volunteer to sleep in the bunkhouse, and I was like, me, me, I'll do it. (laughs) Um, I'm not a camper, but I did have to sleep in a bunk bed. Um, It felt going back, I did a Camp America when I was a student, and it felt a bit like going back to there, but less sunny.
2: I, though, Jodie, have only ever been on one residential. Mm. Um, when I was a teacher, and it was possibly the most cheap skate residential <laughs> you could imagine because it consisted of um, a sleepover in the gym. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So it wasn't even anywhere else, it was at school, and we slept on the mats, the PE mats. That bad. Oh, it was awful.
1: They did a thing at a when I was doing my PGCE, I got the chance to go teach in a school in Holland um, mm. where you got locked in the school overnight mm. and there was like a couple of teachers about, but not like organised fun. You just got to do what you want. Ooh. The only condition was the same year group had to tidy up. So like they had a massive water fight one year and it was fine. They just tidied up afterwards. That's such yeah. a good idea. I like then, that. Like equivalent of end of year 11 type thing. Yeah. Um, it was great and there was because it was Holland they were quite good at like the kids are trusted a lot more over there so like they weren't allowed to bring in alcohol and no one brought in alcohol because they got weren't totally um. allowed to um it's just a completely different vibe when it comes to stuff like that so I don't think it's happening because um, yeah all the kids are bringing alcohol
2: yeah you you, yeah it wouldn't work I don't think that here but maybe we should um have more of that sort of trust because studies have shown that the more you trust the more you trust other people the more trustworthy you are seen to be and it's like a huge cycle
1: absolutely but I have had
2: my fingers burnt being trust trust trusting of pupils we had a pupil on you know when they used to Send pupils a few miles away from where they were from, and mm. um, to try and break the cycle of them being involved in gangs and stuff. Yeah. And I thought I'm gonna, I'm just gonna treat this pupil like I would any other. And I gave him some money to take down to the office, and he left school and bought drugs with it. So that was the end of oh. that. It's
1: yeah. so sad when you can't trust students. I like know. That, isn't it? It's just I such a shame. And I, I really wanted to.
0: It's your own time you're wasting, so why not stick the kettle on, put your feet up and have a cuppa? Ah, bliss!
2: Get this, English teacher, I have never, ever been to theatre with my children. What? Ah, mm. oh, Yeah? That is like my dream school trip. I know, but they wouldn't let us run theatre trips.
1: What? It was seen as
2: frivolous.
1: Oh. see. Oh. I live in Sheffield, and we have, like, two huge theatres that are one company. They mm. put on, like, when they've got a Shakespeare or whatever, they put on a special show that's just for, like, school. Yeah. And yeah. it's free quite often. Oh, wow. Or dead cheap, because it's, like, all part of their lottery funding, I think. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, great stuff like that. Yeah.
2: So, well, we I was near Manchester, so we were near big theatres.
1: Yeah. Um, and the
2: BBC, a big part of the BBC now, isn't it? It it wasn't then, though, to be fair. It was still all in London. But we used to get theatre companies come into school. That was seen as more doable. I suppose it's less hassle. But it's not the same thing. I think Mm. it's really important for pupils when they're studying a
1: play to go and experience it in the theatre. Do you think it's important to kind of have that cultural side of it? You know not all parents can either Absolutely. afford to take kids or have the time or motivation to take kids to things yeah. like museums and that
2: well it is very expensive as well isn't it to go to theater so it would be beyond the reach of some parents yeah. and i do think it's important that we offer pupils opportunities they might not otherwise have had mm, um, and i do think sometimes depending on what area you're in the pupils can have a very narrow point of view of the world yes. um I remember doing, with one of one of my Manchester classes, we were doing Holiday Island, which was um, a speaking and listening project I used to run in the last two weeks of term because it, obviously you assess the speaking and listening and then you didn't have to mark any of the work that they'd actually done on the paper. Um, and they had to draw a big island on a big A3 sheet and they could put anything they wanted on it on this holiday island. They could have absolutely anything, water parks, trips to the moon, Imagination was the limit.
1: My imagination is going wild now with the things like that. Exactly,
2: done. but what the the sort of thing they used to put on there was Tesco's. What? Yeah, and I just think, oh bless them. At you least know? have great rows, you know, live it up. Yes, yes, exactly. So, and um, this is where I think school trips are really, really
1: valuable. I um, do think there's a kind of trick missed because it's such a thing that you don't have math school trips. Mm. Um, And I think the people who went on the residential, like every maths teacher wanted to go because it meant Mm -hmm. they got a school trip. Yeah. There are things you could do. Some of it is geographically a little bit more challenging. But when I was at school, we had a school trip to um, Cambridge once. And, you know, I went to quite a posh school, but it was a maths trip down to Cambridge. We were only 14. They talked about how you could get into Cambridge University. We had a lecture, we had this, we had that. And it was maths and science together. And honestly, I mean, I remember it now. And it was one of the best school trips I ever Mm. went on. And it's why I applied to Cambridge. I didn't get in, but it's why I applied. Yeah, but that's important, isn't it? It's showing
2: pupils the opportunities that are out there that they wouldn't otherwise necessarily know
1: about. Yeah, and I mean, I grew up in quite a wealthy area, but I was still a state school kid. And Mm -hmm. it was brilliant to kind of show that as an option and to understand kind of how epic it is at Cambridge. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's just brilliant. We've got to do loads of really cool stuff.
2: Yeah, that sounds really good. And I don't see why any department can't have trips, to be honest. There's always something relevant, isn't there?
1: Yeah, and I think with a bit of imagination, you can kind of do what you want with it Mm. and you can make it into what you want it to be. Um, And I think as a maths teacher, school trips are kind of seen more as a nuisance because we never get the benefit. So you have the kids in your class and doing this and doing that, but you never get the day out yourself.
2: Yeah, that, that must be disheartening. i tell you what was disheartening, though. The second school I worked at, where I only worked two days a week, yeah. so I, I didn't often get to go on the trips because often they weren't on my working days, mm-hmm. but I was put in charge of doing all the risk assessments for Ooh, every single that. trip the department ran. Ooh, who'd want really to do that? No one wants to do that, and that's why they sort of said, new girl, oh, here's a nice little job for you. You do the risk assessments for us. Right. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely
1: awful. I've just remembered another school trip I did, and I don't oh. know if it counts, um, but in my second year of teaching, mm-hmm. the person who ran the girls rugby club left, and being a new teacher, they were like, I can bully Jodie into doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so somehow, having played rugby about a dozen times in my life, I ended up taking over the girls rugby team. Um, Ooh which was fine because a lot of it, rugby was really really big at the school boys rugby and a yeah. lot of the sixth form rugby guys were like we'll run it you just need to be the teacher um but i took right, them yeah. on a school trip to the local town to have like a training session and that was pretty cushiony i only got to miss one lesson but like got to go on the coach with them and then i just sat there while they played rugby and then i came home with them oh yeah that was, that was quite a good one yeah i quite i quite like the coach
2: bit yeah yeah they was sort of like singing and joining in with each
1: other i always found that really really nice what um your go-to school trip songs ours used to be charlie had a pigeon i've never i've never even heard of charlie i'm not singing it i'm just gonna be clear i just saw a producer's face light up like i'm gonna get judy (laughs) no it's not happening um has it got actions no it just goes round and round um Charlie had a pigeon. Charlie had a pigeon. Charlie had a pigeon that flew. It flew in the morning. It flew in the night. And when it came back, it was covered in. That was the the word.
2: (laughs) Um, And did they actually, you know, just continue to the next Charlie had a pigeon or did somebody shout poo?
3: um,
1: Sometimes someone shouted a word and it got uh, more and more rhyming because Charlie had a pigeon that was a duck. Um oh. and so on Ooh. yeah so it kind of you had to see how fine oh, you were risking it there off. oh see I'm going with the good ones we got better than duck did you now
2: I think maybe you should stop there though <laughs> yes thanks for that
0: it's your own time you're wasting ramblings from beyond the classroom with Marie and Jodie There's not a lot they don't know about teaching.
2: Um, So welcome to this week's guest, Robin. Today, Robin, we're talking about school trips. But before we get on to that subject, tell us a
0: little bit about yourself. Um, Okay, hello, I'm Robin. Uh, I am an English teacher of nearly 17 years. I don't really want to admit how long I've been teaching for because it gives an indicate. Of my age. If you can hear um, a little noise in the background, I am being assisted by my nine-month-old son, Toby. Hello. Uh, Hi, yes. Toby. Hello, Toby. Yes, he's just... Hello, he's, Toby. Tra- he's chatting away very verily, so he's going to add his own thoughts and input into this. Oh,
2: yes. Okay. Yes. So, Robin, mm-hmm. going to school oh, trips. Yeah. Oh, yes. What school trips have you been on? Um...
0: Lots of day trips, uh, you know, to like the yeah. British Library, <laughs> Poetry Live, the eponymous Poetry Live, I'm sure all of us have been yes, on yeah. Poetry Live more than once or twice. Um, I've done, a f- in my, shall we say at my salad days when I was younger and a lot more <laughs> enthusiastic, I did a fair few abroad residentials as well. That's right, Toby, yes. Oh, um, did you know? Yeah, I did. I went. So to, you actually um, went abroad with students? With yeah, with students with six formers and GCSE students and
1: Amazing. all of that jazz. Yeah, that
0: was brave, Robin.
1: So, do you think that location makes school trips easier? Because I was saying, like you said, they're the British Library. I've been mm. to the British Library when I was a student, uh, a university student. The idea of doing a school trip to the British Library from Sheffield is just mm. not going to happen. Do you think kind of living in and around London you get better opportunities? Oh yeah, definitely. Although
0: obviously the opportunity for the student can vary quite a lot as well. But we I mean, it it's it was no big thing um to go from the British Library from say the FE College in Orpington. Um but yeah. um but it would and and we could do that almost like a drop of a hat because FE students tend yeah. to be a little older. But I remember when we um when I worked in East London, I worked in a school that had, I don't know how do you phrase it, like um the students were of a um uh mm. like a like a lower socio economic background, as they say, don't they? And it took you had me- a high
1: percentage of pupil premium students.
0: You, yeah. This wasn't even this was even before pupil premium because Pupil Premiums how long has Pupil Premium been around? This has been around I don't know,
1: my entire teaching life. Yeah, so.
0: this is, I think I predate pupil premium. That's how old I am. That's depressing. Mm.
1: Mm. I like to think of it more as that's how young I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I can't join you with that one. <laughs> but we used to have a we used to have a fund, you know, so where the families couldn't couldn't mm. pay for the trip. We would help them dip ah. into it. Um and uh, and we it would take us a long time. We would have to give the parents lots and lots and lots of advance notice if we were going to do a theatre trip. So, like, three or four months advance notice. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we would offer the parents... Um, They would write, like, a clause on the letter saying... Yes, they would. They would write a clause on the letter saying, um, if you want to pay this slowly over time, then, you know, talk to the school yeah. office to do it monthly.
2: Yeah, speaking as a parent... Uh, my daughter went to London for three days. I mean they did a huge amount in three days. It was absolutely yeah. amazing, but it was it was over four hundred
0: pounds but this is the problem because like schools just you want to provide these opportunities for students, yeah. but there's just no money in the school's pot so they they're becoming increasingly more reliant on parents to contribute and then you know some some families just can't can't do that.
1: Do you, Robin, have any school trip horror stories
0: to me? <laughs> I do. Um, I've got lots of vomiting on public transport ones, which is just really grim. Oh. And I feel like, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, the best one, I think it's not really a horror story because it's not like they stayed lost. But I did lose an entire class of sixth formers on a London theatre trip.
1: Oh, that's no. a great way um, to start it though is that they didn't stay well, lost yeah
0: so they, 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 hashtag disclaimer they're fine they're okay they're yeah, right, really they, they all turned up. <laughs> yeah they, I, I got them back it's okay They it was a week later but <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah no like I, I was really young and we went to the theatre and we went to sit that we were doing at the time I can't remember what example oh, it was, no. but we were doing Anthony and Cleopatra and it was the most Ooh. phenomenal production, Sir Patrick Stewart and Francis Barber. It was like the Ooh. production of dreams. Of a And a of, yeah. of a lot. You know, amazing. I spent weeks on the phone getting these tickets, you know, managed to get, mm. I think, 20 or something tickets for our English literature A-level students. And, of course, it just went whoosh over their heads. Uh, uh, yeah, and course, they, were very, yeah. they were very fidgety and very bored and they got annoyed. Yeah. And then in the interval, um, like a couple of my colleagues yeah. and I snuck yeah. off to the bar, you know, to get ourselves uh, <laughs> a a, a yeah. refreshing beverage. And then we noticed that the seats for the students, there were about five or six left, but a large proportion of, stu- of the seats for the students were empty. And we're kind of looking at each other, going, "Okay, they'll probably just come back. They'll probably just come back." And then, obviously, them, yeah. you know, the second half starts, and we sort of mm-hmm. we think, "Oh, it'll be fine. They'll come back." And then the play finishes, and it's amazing, and it's standing ovations. And we turn around, and none of the seats are filled. Like literally, oh, no. all twenty odd oh, no. seats are empty. And I was, I was quite early in my career, so I just went into a complete house being panic. My other colleague who was with me, who was sort of my in qt mentor he did not care he was like yeah whatever i'm going home see you later <laughs> and i'm thinking and i'm in the middle of central london at like 11 o'clock at night going i can't leave these students i've got to find them you know like yeah. responsibility and um, so so i leave the theater and then one of the like you know like the attendants, right. the ushers they're like yeah your students yeah. went that way and they'd obviously <laughs> gone to like the nearest pub uh, the prince of york <laughs> which is a really like well-renowned LGBTQ plus pub, mm. uh, and it's quite late, and there's music blaring and stuff, and I just think, heavens! Well, I didn't think that actually. I thought much ruder word, but I was like, okay, all right, come <laughs> on then, I'm gonna round you all up. So I go to the door, and I'm quite sure. And I'm in my early 20s at this point, And I used to always, now not so much because I'm like 40, got three kids, but I used to get ID'd all the time. So I like, so this yeah. bouncer looks at me and goes, ID. And I was like, I haven't got any ID, but my students are in there. And he was like, ID, give me your oh. ID. And I was like, I don't have any because I didn't drive at the time. I literally had nothing on me. So he wouldn't let me into the pub to get oh, the students. No. So your students oh. got in, but you couldn't get in my 17 year old students got into the pub but i what? was not permitted into the pub so i had to literally what? leave i had to, it was quite funny really but yeah i didn't there were some words were said to me the following monday morning and did uh, you get uh, in trouble yes. I like, not formally but um basically my line manager didn't Want to own up that he just left an n q t in London yeah. with loads mm-hmm. of students, so kind of threw me under the bus a little bit. <gasps> uh, oh, yeah, no, Robin. But, but it was quite funny. I mean they were fine. they were as I said, we found them all eventually. they were a bit sheepish on the Monday morning because they sort of i had them i think for the first lesson of the back, and we'd gone on a i think we'd gone on, not towards the end of the week, but we' got on like a Thursday or something uh and yeah. they were like all right miss you know sort of, <laughs> mm. i just i just you know fronted it out i just fronted it out i just sort of started my lesson again i hope we all had lovely weekends right can we please resume with act three scene <sighs> <season> five
3: <Wow>. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and just like desperately <clears throat> clung on to whatever like you know <clears> or
2: no I authority <laughs> you had <laughs>
1: The hardest thing I had to do on the one school trip I went on was uh, persuade like forty kids to go to the top of Kinder Scout, and there was one kid who was had uh, he really didn't want to come. His parents really wanted him to come. He was pupil premium; they couldn't really afford it. School trips did get so expensive,
3: mm-hmm. um,
1: and they had paid for him to come. The school had paid for him to come because it was really good for them. And he was quite overwhelmed and very unfit. So walking to the top of Kinder Scout is not easy. It's quite steep, it's really windy, and it's probably going to be rainy. Um, so I ended up still at the back with this plane. And the only way I got him up the thing is by telling him stories the whole time. He's year seven, so he's quite little and old. So I told him about when I worked in America at summer camp. I told him about when I met. Taylor Swift, I told him about when I met Harry Styles, I told him about when I met um, Jimmy Carr, and then I got to the top of the hill, um, the TA who'd been with us was like, did you really meet all those people? And I was like, no. needed more stories to come through <laughs> um, and the kid I, like, I and just burst into tears and I was like I oh, so was like the first one was true the first one was that uh, Malcolm, Malcolm in the middle which did happen when I was at camp <laughs> but everything else was completely made up because you needed distracting I'm sorry oh, I'm oh it
0: was it was done out of kindness yeah yes.
1: yeah yeah
0: I, I I can do slightly
2: better. It's not my story, but my dad's. He um, was a lecturer for, on a degree course doing wildlife photography and wildlife illustration. And so they went on lots of field trips, obviously into the countryside, looking at plants and nature. And to cut a long story short, he left two students in a wood overnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. How? Uh, <laughs> How? Yeah. How
3: does that work?
2: Well, he was in his car, and whoever counted them back onto the bus did not count correctly oh. and it wasn't until the next day that he realized these two hadn't come back. I mean, no one on the bus said anything either oh, the <gasps> yeah well no well they were they werefaced so they, to be fair um they were actually actually so they were over 18 thank goodness can you imagine the news stories if they'd been oh, school children and dad had to drive back to wherever wherever they were on this trip and pick them up oh wow. and uh, yeah they they had actually spent the night outside but you know Ooh.
0: uh that, that, i'm i'm sure that was very character building for them an overnight stay in the woods you know oh yeah well they, actually my dad thinks they
2: did it deliberately they, they did it on purpose <laughs>
1: That's impressive.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If Marie and Jodie's anecdotes haven't put you off, would you like to take your students on a school trip? Beyond is running a schools competition with the Warner Brothers Studio Tour to win tickets to their Making of Harry Potter experience. The prize includes studio tour tickets, an exclusive on-set lesson, copies of Harry Potter books and much more. The competition runs until the 14th of October 2022. For more details, follow the link in the podcast description and good luck.
2: So, Jody, thinking about school trips, what would be your star and what would be your
1: wish? I think my star is just the image of your dad leaving two poor students in a forest overnight. Mm. Um, and the plan that went in, I like to think they were kind of pouring over blueprints at night to make that happen. Um, and that they got away with it on the bus by someone. I don't know if you ever watched the film Madeline where someone holds a hat on their hand um, to get away with the head count. I like to think someone was doing that. Yeah, they could Um, have done. So that would be my star. What would your star be?
2: My star, well, I was thinking also about losing pupils Mm. um, because Robin lost quite a number of hers. Just a couple. But what I'd really like to happen is if you could choose which pupils you conveniently lose... That would that would be ideal, to be honest. Um, so that would be that would be my little star, and it's a bit I suppose it's a bit of a wish as well.
1: I think my wish would have to be more school trips for maths teachers Mm. because we don't get nearly enough of them. Um, and lots of school trips to really fun places like Alton Towers and Harry Potter World. I I
2: think you could write Alton Towers into a maths scheme of work quite easily
1: there's been attempts yeah I'll there's lots
2: of angles and speed and distance and I, I think that could really work
1: I think so um my current goal is to get zoo school trips as part of the maths curriculum because we have a lot of translation resources that lead to pictures of animals brilliant so then you have to go to the zoo yeah
2: I think I think that's good excellent Brilliant.
1: well thank you so much for joining us today Robin and to our listeners it's been an absolute pleasure um, I've been Jodie, thank you for listening. And I've been Marie,
2: and thank you very much.
3: This podcast is
0: proudly produced by Beyond. Please bear in mind the views and opinions expressed are those of individuals and may not represent those of Beyond or Twinkle.